welcome to my first ever mini-sode. I had been talking about starting a mini-sode series because whenever I'm interviewing people, I really want it to be about them. I don't want to be sitting there talking about myself the whole time, so I decided it would be a good idea just to have mini-sodes every week. Hopefully, I can keep up with that. So yeah, on the mini-sodes, I'll probably... Tell some stories, update you on my life, um, pick some subjects that are near and dear to me to discuss, or maybe have some polls and see what you guys want to hear about. It'll probably honestly just be super random, but yeah, I'm excited. I think for this first one, I'm not really going to like reintroduce myself necessarily, but just kind of talk about podcast is called side boobs and side hustles and the side hustles I mean could not be any more true for who I am as a person I have so many jobs I do so many random random things and I truly am just hustling like just trying to reach goals do big things do cool things have fun so I think I want to like use this episode to kind of break down all the things I do because because I mean I don't think everyone understands what all I do so I have always had a lot of jobs Um, in college I would go to class from seven to three this was every single day but it was pretty regular Um, I would go to class from seven to three And then I would work at my graphic design job from 3 to 11. And then when I would get off, I would go straight to the bars and I would work as a bartender until 2 in the morning. So I literally was either in class or working all day every day in college. I had a couple days off here and there. I would try to make it so that I like didn't have classes one day so I could use like those few hours to a do my freaking homework b have somewhat of a social life um and I didn't work at the bars every night obviously I did go out too but definitely towards like the end of my college days I was over partying and I just wanted to make money so I went to school for graphic design I started I think I was like undetermined or I'm not really sure what it's called but I didn't have a major but In my head, I wanted to do like kinesiology and maybe get into like physical therapy or something in that nature. And I started doing a bunch of classes for that and realized that I did not have the attention span for that. And I did not agree. I didn't agree with taking tests. Like to me, memorizing content to get a grade is not cool. Like I just want to learn, like actually learn like in the field what I need to do so that I can like use it later in life. So being like in the kinesiology, taking all those science classes was just not meshing with me. And I had a friend that was doing graphic design and I was like, that's so cool. You literally go to class and you draw and you go to pottery class and you go to painting class and you have like 3D classes and like everything is super hands on. And I was like, that is my speed. That's what I need to be doing. So I declared that as my major and I also was going to dual major and get a graphic design degree and then like a video degree. I don't know what it's called, like video media. 
I took a couple, either one or two video classes and I just, well, for one, I got really sick and was having to drive to Emporia once or twice a week to get these treatments. Um, So that like cut into my schedule a lot. So that was one reason why I decided to drop the video degree, but also like the classes, I just felt like I could learn it myself and I didn't need to stick around an extra year to get that second degree. Not to mention, I, so the store was called, oh my gosh, I can't remember what it was called back then. Oh, it was called GTM Sportswear and it was like a sportswear store, obviously, Um But they did a lot of like team sport, like shirts, jackets. We were big in like the cheer industry. So doing like warm ups and bows and all of that stuff. I got a job there and I was working like on the floor doing, I don't remember what anything is called. And that's terrible. I have the worst fucking memory ever. But basically what my job was is that this machine would print out these these like foil sticker and I had to like use this tool and like peel off the excess and then they would use the machine to like like put it on the garments so that was like my job when I first started working at GTM um but I was well aware that they had a graphic design room and there were graphic designers in there like setting up the artwork instead of like being the person with a needle like pulling it off like it was really dumb I'm gonna be honest um So I talked to my manager and I was like, can I just go do that job? Like, that's what I'm going to school for. And she was like, well, they don't hire people unless they have a degree. And I was like, "Okay, well, can I just talk to them anyways? Like big go getter. Here I am trying to get a job that I'm not supposed to be able to get. And I go have a meeting with the head of the art department and somehow convince them to hire me on. Um, The thing with like, first of all, they train you. So like, I don't know why they weren't hiring college students before me, but I think I literally was like maybe the first college student that they hired on to do, to be in the art department. But after me, that's like all they hired. They train you what to do. And it's like, what we were doing is we weren't really designing. We were just taking what somebody already wanted and creating the file for it. So it wasn't hard or anything like that. Um, so yeah, that's what I did. That's the job I got. And that's the job I had all throughout college. Um, they ended up selling out the company to Champion and Haynes. So I think Haynes owns Champion Sports. So technically that's like what we became. We were like a subdivision of it where we did like more personal orders instead of all the stuff you like see in the stores. It was a little bit different. And then I want to say it was like my junior or senior year in college. I got the opportunity to film for a hunting show. So I was doing that and that's kind of like how I learned to run the camera a little bit. She provided the stuff so I didn't have to have my own camera or anything like that. Uh, I was doing that for free. Um, I did that after college. I graduated and was still doing that. I started working in the hunting industry, getting some sponsors here and there. I, When I graduated, um, Haynes allowed me to work from home. So they gave me computers and stuff. I could work from home. I was filming for this girl. I was working at a liquor store. I was dabbling in, 
you know, the hunting industry influencing that kind of thing. I was starting to film hunts, do photos for hunts. So I was just doing a lot. And then I got to a point where I was like, okay, I'm filming for free. Most of the companies that I'm influencing for aren't paying me. I'm just getting free gear, which is fine. Haynes wasn't paying me very much. It was nice that I got to work from home, but everything I was doing was just like very low income, which there's nothing wrong with that, but I was working a lot. So I sat down and was like, okay, I can't do this filming thing for free anymore. What can I do that is going to actually make me money and be a little bit more of a secure job? That's when I decided to try to get into weddings. I offered to do my first wedding for free. I was renting my gear. I didn't own it. Uh, Then I think my next like six weddings I did for about 800 bucks. And then I slowly increased to like a thousand and then 1200, then 15. I was raising my prices about every two months, two to three months. And it just took off. Like I had probably 27 weddings booked for 2017. And I booked those between the months of like October and December of the previous year. So it just happened fast. There weren't a lot of videographers in town at the time. And I think that had something to do with it. And I wasn't charging very much because I was so new. Like I'm not going to go charge thousands of dollars when I don't have any sort of a portfolio to show people what I can do. After I had all those weddings booked, I decided, okay, like I need to buy gear. I need to really just make this a thing. Like it is good money. I need to set my prices right. I need to just go full force. And that is how I started my business. Um, It has been rebranded since I started. It's called Roaming Reverie now. And under Roaming Reverie, I film weddings. Um, I do promo video and photo for businesses. Um, I've dabbled in all the things. I've done birth videos. Uh, honestly, all sorts of all sorts of stuff. Um, I do photography under Roaming Reverie. I do everything except for wedding photography under Roaming Reverie. Um, if I am photographing a wedding, I'm actually an associate photographer for K&B. Um, they've been doing weddings. I don't know how long they've been doing weddings exactly, but I think they've been like in the photography business. Their business has been around for like seven or eight years. They started as senior photographers, senior pictures. They did my sister's senior pictures and they actually did my wedding pictures. Um, So they opened an associate program where they had me come on. They trained me, gave me cameras to use, and I go... If I'm photographing a wedding, it's under their name. I show up, I do the pictures, and then I give all the footage to them, and they are doing the editing and everything else. And the reason I decided to do that was because booking a video wedding every weekend is so much work. Like, the editing that goes into it afterwards is, there's just so much time, Um, and I was getting overwhelmed, so... With them, I can just go get paid for the day and not have to bring home any extra editing. And I mean, the Ashleys are literally the most amazing one photographers, two business ladies, three, like just genuinely awesome people to work with and to be friends with. So honestly, that opportunity has been so, so valuable to me. And so I'm so grateful for them. 
allowing me to work with them. So on top of all of that, I travel and I film hunts. I do branding shoots. Um, or if somebody like is an influencer and they have a bunch of stuff that they need to get photographed in, I'll come and do those pictures for them so that they can give them to all of their sponsors. Like um, one of my friends, Jess and Christian, they have a bunch of sponsors in the hunting industry and they hire me to come down like once or twice a year and we just make like a two-day thing of it and try to knock out a bunch of content for them because like it's hard. These companies need good pictures for all of their stuff and one, it's hard to take pictures of yourself that aren't selfies. The hunting industry doesn't want a bunch of selfie pictures like they just don't. Um, and two, when you're actually hunting, it's hard to get, it's not hard to get good pictures, but it's hard to remember that you need to get that done. Like, it's not the first thing on your mind to be like, oh, I need to be also documenting this whole thing. Typically, that's not what people are worried about. So having me come out for a day or two to just like do a bulk photo shoot of all the things so that you can hand it over you have stuff to post is super helpful for people so I do that and then um I also film the actual hunts too um my friend Kendall her and I have a vlog so I film her hunts for one and edit that and get those to her and then we also have our own thing where it's just us hanging out doing fun stuff So I film those and then I edit those and then she sends me random stuff to edit all the time. So I'm doing editing on the side and I know everyone's like, okay, you went to school for graphic design though. (laughs) And I did and I do still do graphic design. I do not advertise it, but I will do it if somebody asks. It depends on what it is and who the person is though. I've learned that graphic design, one, is super hard to price. I feel like anytime I give a price for that kind of thing, people think it's too much. And I'm like, well, it's a lot. A, it's either going to be a lot of work or B, I already know what I want and you're going to get it super fast. So you need to be paying me for like the speed at which I'm able to work and get you what you need. Two, I don't love it because people don't know what they want. And trying to figure out what people want is so frustrating. It's like, They'll tell you they don't like what you've done, but they won't tell you what they don't like about it or like what they want to see different. And it's just, I don't know. It's very, it's not something I super enjoy to do. It has to be like an ideal client and scenario for me to really want to do it. Um, This is specifically me talking about like logo work. I mean, I do all sorts of like random stuff here and there that doesn't bother me. But when you're creating like a logo or a brand for somebody, it can become very frustrating when they don't know what they want and then they drag it out for like months and months and I'm like okay but I only charged you like this small amount but here we are months later and like do I upcharge you like I don't know I don't know what to do so that's really why I don't do much graphic design anymore it's not because I like hate it it is fun to do it when it's right but I avoid it most of the time I pass it on Um, I also recently got involved in a health and wellness company, um, using their products, selling their products, 
that has been, I've just made so much money so fast with them that it has been so fun. Um, I've met a lot of really awesome people, some of my people that will be my friends forever. And seeing people's results is so satisfying. And for me, just ranking up and like making bonuses so quickly is so satisfying. So that has been fun. Um, I'm Gus's dog momager. I run his page. I try to get him on with brands. I'd like to see him making some money soon. Um, That's kind of been on the back burner lately. It's hard to keep up with that. It's hard to keep up with the things that like aren't making money, even though they're fun. I have to decide like where I want to put my time every day. And I don't know, I'm probably forgetting a few things, but and then I have this podcast, which more recently has had a little bit of a change. But from the beginning, I have known that this is like my baby and I love it and it's so much fun and I'm not getting paid to do this yet. But I probably give most of my time to like this weddings and the wellness company right now. Honestly, weddings are kind of down there because they're not really going on right now. But when those do pick up, I am going to have to put more time into that. So in a nutshell, I just do like a ton of random shit, um, content creating, branding stuff. And oh, I'm an influencer. I work for a bunch of companies. Basically, I take pictures and post about it and use their stuff. That's I influence people. I love it. I love this, you guys. When I see somebody that I know watches my stuff like every day, like they're watching. I know they saw what I posted and then I see them using that thing or looking at that thing or doing that thing and like they'll never admit it, but it's like you've been influenced. Like I influenced you. I love that. That makes me feel good, which is why I'm trying to be a little more picky about the brands that I work with and make sure that they represent good things or who I am or, you know, not just taking on random shit because it's free. So yeah, uh, content creating, branding stuff, influencing, designing, photographing videos. Um, I would really love for Dustin to start up. He's been talking about streaming his gaming and I would really like him to start that. I bought him um, a PC for Christmas and like, I don't know, I guess the things that he needs to do that. But I would like him to get that going because I would love to do the content for him and to help him achieve some of like the things that he wants to do. Um, I guess moving forward, what I see happening, uh, the podcast is big for me. It's probably my like number one where I would like to put my time and energy. The health and wellness has just been so successful so fast that I feel like it's probably going to be really big for me. The money is coming easy and I can't, I I mean, I'm just going to run with it as long as I can. Weddings, I am cutting back on. I did it this year, but since COVID happened, all my weddings got pushed to the fall. So now it feels like I didn't cut back. But from now on, I am going to only be doing smaller, more intimate weddings. Um, There's just so many other things that I want to do. And although like I do love doing weddings, 
I'm not like super duper passionate about them right now. I think I'm kind of burnt out and I need to just pull back, take a little break, do smaller weddings. Um, ones that just kind of like align with me a little bit more. I'll probably keep working with K and B keep influencing. I've got the diff thing that I just signed with. Um, Hopefully some other big things coming. I want to be on Survivor. I've said that before. I'm thinking maybe, depending on where life is, that I may try to make that happen in the next year. I want to be a real estate agent. I will probably start doing that once we close on our new house. Um, I don't really want to dive into it right this second when we have like so much money moving around and it does cost to get started, but I do want to do that. And I don't know why this is really weird, but I've had like this fascination with doing voiceover stuff lately. So I've been looking into that. I don't know what that looks like or what I want to do with it, but I think it would be fun to do some sort of like voiceover work at home. So yeah. That's kind of, I'm like, what do other people do? When somebody asks me like what I do, I literally don't know what to say because I do so many different things and they're all important in their own way. But like, I don't have this much time to tell somebody what all I do. Typically, I just say I own like a video business or I own a content creating business and then pray that they don't ask me to like go into depth because... It's just a lot and it's fine. I feel like it's a little more common now to like do your thing, have a bunch of jobs. I'm definitely all over the place. I'm just trying out things that sound fun and that I like and hustling along, making money, having fun while I'm doing it. And that's okay. Like this is how I want to live my life. I want to be rich and I want to do cool shit. So yeah, I talked way longer than I wanted to. Oh my gosh, I talked for a really long time. Wow. Okay, I'm done. I'm going to wrap this up. Um, I'm trying to think next week. I've had so many people reach out to me wanting me to elaborate a little bit more on the divorce episode. And I want to. I just want to do it in good taste and make sure that I do it well. I don't know if I'll do that next week. We'll see. But I do. I hear you. I hear your request. I will get there. Patience, little grasshoppers. All right. That's it. I need to shut up and go get some shit done. Thanks for tuning in. It's Friday, so mini-sodes will be on Friday. I will see you next Friday. Bye. Bye.